You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Who doesn't like Chinese food? Well, maybe a few people, but a lot of Kansas Cityans love Chinese food and other dishes from Asia. Today, we're talking broadly about South and East Asian cuisine, including Taiwanese and Korean dishes. But many people will rightly interpret that as Chinese food. And yes, I'm a huge fan of it, too. We'll run down some recommendations for you with our food critics. And today, they are Jenny Bergera. She's a food columnist for in Kansas City Magazine. She was the co-host of the Hungry for Mo podcast here at KCUR. Jenny, always good to have you. Welcome. Nice to see you, Steve. Natasha Bailey is executive chef at Thelma's Kitchen and was the other co-host of Hungry for Mo. Natasha, good morning. Good morning. Carlton Logan's also here. He's co-administrator of Facebook's Kansas City Eats, Kansas City Eats Around the World, and Kansas City Eats Home Cooking. Carlton, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Steve. You know, Jenny, what surprised me going through your list was just how many Asian restaurants there are around town and how many names I actually didn't recognize. I can only assume that's because, what, some of these restaurants are sort of tucked away in strip shopping centers, and sometimes you can go right by and not even know they're there. So I have to tell you, there's probably a, an Asian restaurant of some sort in every single corner of this city. I mean, and even I, putting my list together for the show today, found like 10 new places that I didn't even know existed. So I have a whole list of new folks new folks to visit coming out of this. But I also was surprised, actually, to see not only how many, but the variety of yeah. across kind of Asian cuisine that we do have represented. I heard somebody say once that Kansas City has about one of everything in terms of like ethnic restaurants or international cuisine. So I think that certainly holds true here. What is it about, Natasha, Chinese food? I mean, we all know why we like it, but what's the big draw, do you think? Why are there so many Chinese restaurants around town? Um, I think it's comforting. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm sick, I just need a big bowl of some sort of wonton soup. Uh Uh-huh. Carlton, comforting? It's comfort, and I think it's, we have a history with it. You know, we've all sort of grown up with some sort of Chinese, I remember commercials of the Chinese products in the grocery store, you know, Um, and it's just something that we've become very comfortable with. Um, It's also one of those cuisines that has also been Americanized, Uh, uh Um, whether you're looking at Italian food, Chinese food, a lot of um, cultural foods have come to our country, and they go through some sort of evolution to Americanize them. So it's very familiar to a lot of people. Well, and that leads to a question, which is, can you find authentic Chinese food in Kansas City? Absolutely. Where? There are so many places. Um, I mean, the real stuff we're talking here. Of course. Yeah. Um, ABC Cafe is a good option. 
Um, Princess Garden is a good option as well. Um, a lot of restaurants, you will find sort of the Americanized menu. And then you can also say, well, I'd like this dish and they can make it for you. And it may not be on the menu or they may have it on a separate menu. Yeah. Do you think, Jenny, Kansas City is unusual at all in that we have so many Asian restaurants here? Or do you think it's sort of par for the course? You know, I think that we are probably just about like anything else. I mean, if you think about this, these are people who are trying to earn a living, right? And so if they see a corner of the city that doesn't have, you know, what they, they so rightfully, you know, cook and are good at, why wouldn't you go and open up a place? So yeah. I think this is just about, you know, they're, they're unafraid to go into areas um, that maybe there's not a lot of other restaurants uh, to open up restaurant uh, to open up their restaurants. But the truth is, I just think that there's so many different regions and types of cuisine from different areas of Asia that we can cover that there's just a there's a lot of ground to cover if right. you think of it that way. Right. OK, well, let's turn our attention to our main topic, which is Asian cuisine. And we'll uh, run down some restaurant recommendations for you now. And Carlton, let me start with you because you've already mentioned Prince's Garden on Warnell. Let's go with that. Tell us about it and and what draws you to it. Uh, Princess Garden, I think, is a Kansas City favorite. Yeah, I think um, it is too. A lot of people have visited over the years. Um, the Chang family has been there um, at this current location, I think, since the 80s. So that says a lot. I was going to uh, say, my memories of that place go back, you know, 87, 88. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And it's just one of those places where you go in and, you know, there's a lot of uh, Chinese art on the wall and, and different objects. And it just feels very, you know, like you've walked into a different... Uh, country, you know, almost. And the food is good, you know. Um, I think when you love what you do and it's a family sort of environment, it shows in the food. And so mm-hmm. I usually like the pine nut chicken, um, the dumplings. I usually do the steamed dumplings. Um, are very good. Um, there are just so many different options. The spiced shredded beef, the Szechuan uh, dishes, they're all um, very good. That's the other thing about Chinese food, right, is there are so many options. There are. There are, yeah. you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, a lot of times people go out, well, we, I don't know what we're going to eat. You know, everyone has different tastes. You can go into a Chinese restaurant and there's pork, there's beef, there's chicken. There's all sorts of options that people can, that vegetarian, you know, um, so there's all sorts of options that people can choose from. Natasha, that all makes me think that working in a Chinese restaurant with that uh, variety of items on the menu, that's got to be pretty challenging. It's a lot of prep. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. joke. Too, too much prep? <laughs> for, a lot for, of prep. For any living cook to have to deal with? Yeah. 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 It, ever seen one in action and what, what, that, what that scene is like back there? Well, I mean, you, they really, there's not a lot of open kitchen Asian places if you kind of think yeah, about you it. You don't. Yeah, you don't see um, that. And I think that's because of the intensive prep and the the steamy hot of the. I mean, if you imagine hot walks going all day long, I mean, it's a really hot environment. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't really seen that much. In, I mean, there's a few places I could name. Chewology has an open kitchen, but that's because the kitchen they inherited at the old mm-hmm. Blue Stem was mm-hmm. an open kitchen. So, I mean, I, I think it's one of those things that um, I don't know that we have to like see see how <laughs> see how everything's right. made in this case. Yeah, as long it, as it's delicious. I bet it's exciting back there. <laughs> So, yeah. Jenny, let's come back to you and uh, tell us about Hong Kong Star. 
And okay. the roast duck. Yep. Hong Kong Star is a brand new place that I just discovered thanks to James Chang, who um, works at Waldo Thai, as many people know, but he's also the founder of James Chang Kitchen, which does the famous chili oil. So if anybody's interested in chili oil, I can highly recommend his. But he turned me on to this because that's where he went to celebrate the Lunar New Year, which was January 22nd. And it's actually out in Olathe, um, kind of in a little forgotten strip center. And some people might remember it because it used to be home to Peter Wang's hand-pulled Chinese noodle place. It was kind of famous for hand-pulled Chinese noodles, which is really hard to find. He retired, and either in that space or maybe next to that space is where Hong Kong Star's gone. This is a teeny tiny restaurant. There's a handful of larger tables with, like, Lazy Susans, where big families can share things. Mm -hmm. And then there's a handful of, you know, kind of four and two tops. But what to get there is absolutely the roast duck. And you can get it either whole or half, which is Great. I mean, if you, I don't know that I could eat a whole duck. Even if I brought friends, I don't know if I could eat a whole duck. So to have the option to have half a duck, and it comes with rice, and then they make their own duck sauce. So everybody who has ever bought duck sauce knows it's kind of thick and brown in right. the bottle from the grocery right. store. Right. They make their own. It's very light, flavorful, full of spice, delicious, served with rice, and then a bit of vegetable, I think, for a few bucks extra. So I had that, and I had the Seafood XO, and I can't recommend them. They had a, an amazing carryout business happening. It, they do, to kind of Carlton's point at the top of the hour, they had half the menu was basically Chinese-American kind of dishes. The other half was what they they termed authentic Chinese, which were things like jellyfish and kind of more chal- – I would consider them more challenging to the American palate. Right. Um, but roast duck was delicious. Crispy skin, tender um, meat. Mm. I, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. Did you try the jellyfish? You know, I didn't get the jellyfish that time, although I would have. I asked about it, and she's like, yeah, you know, tonight we're not we're not really serving it tonight, but maybe tomorrow. So yeah. I don't know that they had it on the menu, but I certainly asked about it when I saw it. Okay. That's a Hong Kong star out in Olathe, and Jenny's recommending the roast duck there. Natasha, let's go to Waldo Thai on Warnell. Waldo Thai, chef, well, it's at 8431 Warnell, mm-hmm. and that's chef Pam Liberta. Um, they were just nominated for a James Beard Award. Ah. It's, it's just fantastic. They have uh, a lot of shareables. They have an authentic uh, Lana Northern Thai menu. Um, family style is really good. So if you have a group, I would definitely suggest to go there. But Wednesday nights, they have small plates. And everything is good. Every every single dish mm. I get there is good. But my favorite is the tempura shrimp, shrimp wok tossed. Um, they're tempura shrimp, and they're tossed in the wok with garlic, black pepper, and scallion. Mm. Well, that sounds good, too, doesn't it? so good. So good. Waldo Tai, 8431 Warnell. Let's go to some phone calls as we talk about great places in town to get tasty Asian food. Let's go to Carrie from Waldo. Carrie, you're on up to date. Nice to have you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yes, and it, what a perfect segue because I've got two places that I love that are near Warnell. Waldo, and one is um, Thai House out at 99th and Holmes, which mm-hmm. I think is also Pam Liberta. We're getting some nodding um, of heads here, Carrie. My my go-to is the Pad Thai there, and I absolutely adore the mango cheesecake out there. And then uh, if you live in Waldo and you haven't been to um, Taj Mahal, you need to get there. Hmm. I mean, it's an old old place they've been there as long as I've lived in Waldo over 35 years and it's just great Indian cuisine um, the tandoor everything is good the naan they can't keep bringing out enough baskets of that the food's just great everybody's so friendly 
they really were able to kind of pivot during the early pandemic things and you know you could do curbside pickup and they'd bring it out to you in your car so i i love supporting all the great local places right. and there's some really good ones here in waldo if you're looking for asian cuisine you know, Carrie, I love naan, and I, I'm not sure I can describe why, but I love it. I, I just, you got to have it every time you go. Oh, I mean, it's the texture, you know. Yeah, it's maybe that's it. Up, but not yeah. too much, and you get so many flavor options. It's almost like focaccia. I mean, you can top it with right. almost anything and make it even more delicious. Carrie, thank you for the call. Thanks a lot. You know, what's interesting, Jen, we've already mentioned Warnell Road three or four times here. That sort of is a hotbed of what we're talking about here today. Well, I think we have to acknowledge that when we think about kind of um, the wide breadth of Asian cuisine that we have in the city, most of it is in the suburbs. I mean, we have a few places downtown for sure, and even in Midtown. But the the bulk of the really good and interesting food is really out south. And I think it's just because um, that's where, you know, these folks live. They send their kids to school there. I mean, they're building their lives out there, and so their businesses are out there. But I think we have to acknowledge if, you know, if we can talk up anything about South Kansas City and kind of what it can offer us. I think it has incredible international cuisine. So, Let's go to Dale from Kansas City, Missouri. Dale, you're on up to date. Hi, Steve. Um, I, uh, I've cruised Warnell Road a lot of times in my life, living in Brookside, and now we live down by the plaza. Uh, but right down where Warnell hits the plaza, if you'll take a left and go to True Food Kitchen, uh, they, have some of the, they have a dish down there called Spicy Penang Curry. Uh, and it is not only wonderful, hot, but uh, the day later when I save enough for leftovers, because there's plenty, um, it is really great cold. Uh, and uh, another good thing about True Food Kitchen is that um, they ha- you can top that off with a scoop of coconut milk ice cream, oh. which is delightful. <laughs> Yes, it is. Um, and the head chef there, Alfonso Torres, uh, is just a great guy uh, and goes to great lengths to accommodate his customers. All so right, that's all Dale. I, got. I appreciate that. That's True Food Kitchen. Appreciate the recommendation. Again, our number, 816-235-2888. Carlton, let's go to uh, Jasmine Garden at 95th, out of 95th Street in Overland Park. Um, <clears throat> to kind of go with what Jenny was saying is, you know, there are a lot of options um, in the south part of Kansas City and also in the Overland Park area. Um, and, and I always say to people, <laughs> I always say to people, you need to find the best Chinese restaurant close to where you live and close to where you work. And Jasmine Garden is the closest to uh, where I live. It's on um, 95th and I think, uh, I want to say Neiman, um, somewhere in that area. Um, and I like them because it's a little small family place. Sometimes you go in and the kids are sitting there doing their homework or playing games. Um, and they have a great lunch special where you can order many of your favorite dishes. You know, I'm typically, I go with the Mongolian beef. Um, General Sells, General Sells, um, and several others. Um, but they have these dragon rolls, which are like if you take crab rangoon and combine it with shrimp. Oh, wow. And it's just crunchy, and it usually comes with two and 
don't tell anyone, but I usually order two orders um, <laughs> because they're so good. But don't tell anybody. Um, and I, it's just one of those little small family places, you know, neighborhood places that you can go to. And the lunch special is great. We have so many mom and pops. Like, why yes. would you ever eat chain? I mean, really, yeah. literally, why yeah. would you ever eat chain in this case? Exactly. Well, and it's a great lunch special. Again, it comes with um, choice of soup. Um, choice of grab rangoon or egg roll, and then, like I said, I ordered the dragon rolls. Well, yeah, Carlton Logan uh, is talking about Jasmine Garden on 95th Street in Overland Park, recommending the dragon rolls. Okay, Jenny, let's go to Chewology. I think Chewology is probably on all of our lists, if I had to guess. It's it's relatively new. It moved from west of the city in the Lenexa Public Market to Westport in the former Blue Stem location. This is Chef Katie Lu Sung, who owns it. And she is from Taiwan, and she is operating basically kind of a Taiwanese street food restaurant. So it's goiza, which is dumplings, filled dumplings of various kinds. She's got noodle bowls. She's got rice bowls. Um, she has some buns that she serves as well. And then she also has kind of a pop-up that she runs inside of her restaurants occasionally called Stray Cat, which is also really interesting if you want to kind of take your knowledge of Taiwanese cuisine to the next level. But I would always recommend if you're going for the first time or haven't been yet, you have to go um, get the get the goiza, get the dumplings. I like the pork and cabbage, just really simple. And then I like the Taiwanese beef noodle bowl, which is really fairly simple. Um, it basically has um, kind of her hand, hand-pulled noodles, slow-cooked beef shank, pickled mm. mustard relish, bok choy, green onion cilantro, and then you can get a chili bomb for spice, right? Just a little dollop of chili oil that you add to it to spice it up. But man, on a cold day like this. Such interesting stuff. Yeah, right. A big bowl of beefy beefy soup with noodles. I mean, it sounds delicious. That's Chewology. And again, it's uh, out in the Lenexa Public Market. No, they've moved to Westport. Westport. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. All right. That's Chewology. Natasha Bailey, let's go to the Vietnam Cafe on Rainbow. Vietnam Cafe on Rainbow. It's super casual. Um, it's great for groups and kids. Uh, I There are lots of Vietnam cafes around the city, but for some reason this one kind of has uh, my heartstrings. I've been going there for years, and it's just kind of um, a staple. It's mm-hmm. always good. It's always consistent, and I usually end up getting a bun, any bun. But I like the Vietnam cafe style, which is um, it's a combination of pork, shrimp, and egg roll on a bed of rice noodles with pickled veggies, and I just love the pickled veggies so much. I don't know why they're Is that location so good. still there? The only reason I put a question mark behind it is because I think it's the one Do that's... they move? I, so that's, what I'm, that's why I'm asking. I would just tell everybody to just Google this because that location, I believe, has been raised. The, oh, no. I was just by it a couple, you know, no, it's kind of my neck strip. of the woods. Ah. Yeah. They moved down the street. Okay, like they're okay, down good. the street. Okay, okay. But they're still in the area. Still in the area. They're still okay. in, in that location. Okay, good. Just yeah. had to clarify. Just had to clarify. Is Thanks, there, Jenny. Is there much distinction between Vietnamese food and Chinese food? I think it's it's very different, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, yeah. It's... There's just a lot more pickled vegetables. There are different, um, well, rice noodles are, I mean, there's just a lot of different elements in Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. different ways of preparing the food. Okay. That's uh, the Vietnam, Vietnam Cafe on Rainbow. It's somewhere on Rainbow, we think. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> Google There around. is a location on Rainbow. <laughs> Carlton, tell Steve, me about I the- got this one. Uh, what? Yeah, yes. Paul. Yeah, it's, it's in that strip that's just, um, it's just south of where that location was. So there's um, like bamboo, 
that's in oh, the yeah. strip containers. Yeah. So that brand new building that they've built. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. like a IHOP there, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. It's, it's right next to that. And five, five, five guys. Five guys. Five guys, guys. Yes. right there, okay. too. That's yeah. not far. We yeah. got it. But we digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we at least have the location. But yeah. we figured it out. And yeah, they have great fun. Thing. There you go. <laughs> that's right. Carlton, let's go to the ABC Cafe and uh, Bowling's, a big uh, favorite in town. So I listed both of those for one unique reason, and I don't know what it is. I think there was a, a Disney movie that um, <laughs> highlighted um, soup dumplings uh, recently. But for some reason, soup dumplings have become a craze. And True. soup dumplings are basically, you know, I think all of us are familiar with dumplings. It's dough, you know, usually with a pork or a chicken or some sort of filling. What's unique about the soup dumplings is they're made in a very unique way where when you bite into it, you get this burst of soup. And I always say, be careful with the first bite because you could really get a lot of soup on your face. Um, But it's a very (laughs) unique thing. And like I said, it's just become very popular in Kansas City Eats. Um, we get a lot of requests for where can I find soup dumplings? And there are only a few locations. You cannot find them at every Chinese restaurant. Um, and ABC Cafe and Bowling's are probably the two that I'm familiar with in the area that have the soup dumplings. Well, Bowling's, that's a go-to place for so many people and has been for a long time. It has been for a long time. They have great dim sum and just wonderful um, Chinese dishes all around. I think I've waited in long lines there on Christmas Eve and people around the block trying to get in. On yeah, and even like though that, they have several know. locations, they're, they're very popular and they're always busy. Yeah. Let's go back to some calls here. Rachel from Olathe. Rachel, thanks for calling. Hi, yeah, I just want to quickly suggest uh, Falafel Express off 151st and I-69. It's back, way back in the corner. Um, it seems to be a husband and wife, young couple, and I actually tend to get the kids' bowl because there's so much food. Mm. Um, I get the chicken shawarma kids' bowl. It's almost like a chipotle for uh, Mediterranean food. Yeah, uh, You get to pick all the pickled toppings, and there's about four or five different sauces. Um, they have a tzatziki and tahini but then they have some other interesting ones and the chicken is fantastic that sounds great thanks for the call rachel appreciate it falafel express 151st and uh, 69 highway we'll be right back hollywood writers are obsessed with the concept of an asteroid heading towards earth and destroying civilization but is this something we really should be worried about I'm Kate the Chemist, and on my podcast, Seeking a Scientist, we meet the mastermind behind a real-life mission to divert the path of an asteroid. Subscribe to Seeking a Scientist, made possible by the Starris Institute. And we are back. Uh, Welcome back to Up to Date. We're talking this morning about all kinds of good Asian food around Kansas City. Lots of good suggestions via email. Anton Jacobs uh, suggests my favorite is uh, Brookside Sushi on 63rd Street. Uh, Waldo Thai, ABC Cafe, and Vietnam Cafe were all recommended by Linda Steigman, the mother of... Uh, up-to-date founding producer Steven Steigman, don't you know? Uh, Bob Anderson recommends my favorite Asian restaurant is Blue Koi, now only out at Mission Farms. Most of the menu comes from family recipes, adding interesting uh, foods that don't appear in most Asian restaurant menus. My favorite comfort food is their ginger basil chicken over noodles. Uh, Ron Soglin and Deborah Schaus uh, point to one that I just really like. That's Thai Orchid in Mission. It's on uh, Martway Street there. 
uh, great recommendation. Noreen Allen suggests Fortune Walk out on 135th Street, uh, the Amazon Walk, roasted shrimp and chicken. She says, wow, big servings for all those recommendations via email here. Jenny Bergera, let's come back to you. Uh, let's go Korean and let's go barbecue here. Tell us about Chosun bar, uh, Korean barbecue. So I think my strategy for my list today was like to come up with two places from each of the different cuisines we were trying to kind of get covered. Right. So this is the, the first of two Korean recommendations. Um, you know, Chosun's been around a long time. They had a location kind of out on Metcalf, I think about 150 something out there for a long time. And they still have that location, but they also have, now have one on Shawnee Mission Parkway. So there's two ways to enjoy them. And that's why I put uh, Korean barbecue one and two, because they have two (laughs) restaurants. But this is the standard kind of grill built into the table. They come, you order your meat, and they grill it kind of right in front of you. There's a lot of dipping sauces and different condiments that can kind of go with that. Um, And you should absolutely enjoy all of that. Um, Order the Korean barbecue. That's absolutely what you're there to eat. But I'm here to recommend a dish that I have to start with every time I go. And it's a seafood pancake. And I'm going to totally butcher this, but it's called Hamur Pajon, and it is basically a seafood pancake. It's mm-hmm. made with a batter that's filled, bursting with green onions and scallions, um, a little bit of garlic, and then just chock full of seafood. So shrimp, octopus, wow. um, everything they have on hand. And it's giant, like pizza-sized. And you kind of just cut it and roll it up and put it on your plate and eat it as an – I always get it as an appetizer, which I'm sure they think I'm the crazy American <laughs> lady in there, right? I'm ordering the giant pizza appetizer. But it's it's literally a pancake texture, and it's so savory and so delicious. And I love seafood anyway. So I typically get the beef when I'm going to, like, do the Korean barbecue experience. So I always find a little seafood kind of helps to balance all that out. So. Oh, that's great. Chosun, Korean barbecue one and two, a good recommendation from Jenny Vergara. Natasha, let's go to uh, June's authentic Japanese restaurant on State Line Road. June's, whenever I even think of June's, I just think bring on the sushi boat. <laughs> My family and I, we like to go there and we sit in the back on the pillows. We usually go for like celebrations or just for their happy hour. Right. But uh, I mean, they have the best sushi. They have wonderful shumai, um, the crispy calamari, the seared salmon is probably my favorite, mm. um, and the hamachi collar. They have this um, grilled yellowtail collar with a citrus ponzu sauce, which is so good. And I think sometimes the um, the collars are missed, but it is one of my favorite pieces of seafood to eat ever. It's oh, delicate great. and delicious. It's just full I, al- of flavor. I also have to give a shout out to June's and I have it on my list as well, only from the absolute throwback standpoint. Like I, it was the first place I ever had sushi when I moved to Kansas City. I mean, I'd had mm-hmm. sushi before, but this was the first place I'd had it in Kansas City. And it's such a staple and such a good such a staple. standby. Oh, so I good love the hot know. pot I'm, there I'm too. Oh, the hot pot. This. Yeah. Everything yeah. is good. June's is I highly recommend June's. 76th and State Line Road, that's the place to go. Listener Mike from Overland Park wants uh, uh, all your thoughts on bamboo pennies. He tried going during restaurant week and could never get in. Have you guys been? I can never get in. <laughs> I have not been. <laughs> well, somebody likes it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I've been um, for kind of the grand opening or the soft opening of the restaurant. And the restaurant's beautiful. And it has a lot going for it in terms of just location. And it's got an incredible bar program with, like, fun tiki drinks. And then it's just kind of what I would call Americanized kind of Thai cuisine. I mean, it's just your standard. Like, you can get pineapple, shrimp, um, uh 
and rice, basically pineapple rice served in a pineapple boat. I mean, it's kind of like cruise ship style, like over the top um, presentations, but everything's delicious and tasty. And I think it's just, it's bringing kind of that right level of kind of an upscale fun night out experience, good bar drinks and fun food. So, okay. That's why it's busy. Let's go to Will from Lenexa. Will, you're on up to date. Thanks for calling. Hi, Steve. Yes, uh, my recommendation is for the Monkey King, and it's on 95th Street and Marshall Drive, uh, right off the interstate. And everything I've ever had there is amazing. They do a really great Hawaiian chicken. I've had their udon noodles there that are delicious. Their roasted duck is amazing. And they have both an Americanized Chinese menu and a traditional Chinese menu there if you ask for it. And Hmm. everything is wonderful. Have you gone back and forth on both menus, Will? Yes, I have. They had a a squid dish that was amazing that I had. It was like a teriyaki roasted squid dish over a pineapple rice. That's Monkey King out at 95th and Marshall. Will, I'm glad you called. Thank you. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Carlton Logan, it's your turn. Tao Tao and KCK. <laughs> oh, I'm so interested in this place. Oh, it's yeah. the best. So interested. So Tao Tao is one of those places that's also blown up on Kansas City Eats. Um, Chef Annie has been in this location for over 50 years. And it's one of those things. It's been there. People, It's on Quindaro, if I remember correctly. No. Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I have been corrected. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Avenue. Minnesota Avenue. I stand yeah. correct there. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it's been there for many, many years. People drive by it all the time. The two standouts are Springfield Cashew Chicken. Ooh, and all right. People, all right. People who have grown up with Spring, Springfield Cashew Chicken are always on the hunt for authentic Springfield cashew chicken. I have to say it distinctly like that because it's not the regular cashew chicken. Springfield cashew chicken is a breaded chicken, and it's usually served in a brown sauce. And um, Tao Tao is one of the places to get authentic. Um, The second reason they're famous is they not only have crab rangoon, but they have several other savory rangoon and also dessert Rangoon. Mm. So, um, wow. again, it's very popular. And it's What's in the dessert, Rangoon? Caramel apple. Oh, my God. Peach cobbler. I'm apple, the only one that doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> yes. my God. It's so good. They're so good. I am falling down on the job. Yes, and you can get them in various assortments. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Former up-to-date senior uh, producer Danny Alexander is recommending Chinatown in Raytown Square Shopping Center off 350 Highway. Uh, does Cantonese, Sichuan, Hunan, and has an open kitchen. Anyone familiar with? We're, writing we're going, it we're down. Going out east. If yeah. Danny says it, I'm writing Danny it down. Danny says it. I'm open there. kitchen, yeah. yeah Chinatown in Raytown Square Shopping Center. Okay. Okay, where are we here? Natasha, let's, uh, let's go to you here, and uh, let's go to the Lenexa Public Market. Tell us about Ooh, the place there. We're going to go to Kimchi and Bop when we go Kimchi there. Kimchi and Bop. Um, that's Chef Lisa Hamblin. She is. Uh, she makes wonderful Korean food, and she is doing. She has a series of pop ups coming up in February and March. But um, I've been lucky to go to one of her pop ups and have some of her sushi, and she makes amazing sushi. She also has some of the best fermented vegetables that I've ever had. 
Um, she makes an amazing oxtail stew, and her salmon and rice is just the best. I mean, mm. everything you go, mm. every time you go, she's got something new that she's creating, and she just keeps it exciting. And I, I love that she's a small. Um, she's just a. It's just her. Yeah. You know, so wow. she does everything. And if you want to watch someone really throw down in the kitchen and prep all of their stuff, just go to Pub- Lenexa Public Market and stop by Kimchi and Bop. When you talk salmon and rice, you're ringing my bell. That so just sounds good. great. So good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jenny, um, Chingu? Yes, Chingu. So this is from... Um, Ki Young Kim, who is the owner of Sura Eats in Parlor, and he now has his kind of full-fledged um, restaurant that has opened in Westport. And so this is full service. This has a bar with creative drinks that were created by Daryl Liu. And this is kind of him taking us, if we were eating kind of bowl rice bowls at Sura Eats, kind of casual grab-and-go, this is more of a sit-down, bring your friends, enjoy some really interesting Korean appetizers. The thing I'm recommending is the bosom, which is probably the most shareable thing he has. Mm-hmm. You get a big platter of um, Napa cabbage leaves. You get a beautiful plate of um, pork belly. And then you get all the little banchans, which are the little side dishes that kind of come with and will flavor. So everybody can like choose their own adventure, right? You've got a bunch of sauces. You've got kimchi. You've got some pickled vegetables. You're taking the cabbage leaf. You're putting a piece of pork belly, and you're kind of decorating it, if you will, um, to your choosing. So I love this place. I think it's fun. I'm pulling for this place because I think that this is kind of taking his kind of message. He's like slowly introducing his own culture and cuisine to Kansas City. And I think this is the kind of the next level for him. And it's inside the Parlor Food Hall downtown. He he has a location there called Sura Eats, which is mm. a different restaurant. But okay. Chingu is actually in Westport. And um, it's where that donut and dessert place was around the corner. Oh, I can't yeah. even think of what yeah, what was in there before. But right. Yeah. Okay. If you're just joining us again, we're uh, running down some great Asian food here on UpToDate and looking for your suggestions at 816-235-2888. You can also tweet us at KCUR UpToDate. Let's go to uh, Justin from Midtown. Justin, you're on the air. Hi there. Um, so it's a little weird. It's a drive through uh, but it's called Lucky Dynasty. It's at Troost and I think Cleaver or Brush Creek. Um, but if you want some authentic, uh, like the Springfield chicken, they definitely have it. I've been to Leon's in Springfield, and I'd say it's probably about 80 to 90% correct. Um, and you'll know that this place is great because the drive through line is, is usually about a 30-minute wait. It's totally worth it. And I don't, I don't go to China Feast anymore because of it. Yeah, okay. So that's all I know. Okay, Justin, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Right, thank you. We also had some text line suggestions at uh, UTD to 816-601-4777. You can tell us uh, all kinds of things at, uh, on that line and tell us what's on your mind. Uh, one was an Asian restaurant, Spices on Burlington in North Kansas City. Uh, an Asian restaurant that uh, we love, Cozy Thai near 103rd and State Line Road. Nothing fancy, but great food, good and friendly f- service. Uh, Sand Sandwiches, 6779 North Oak, uh, was recommended best Vietnamese, best Vietnamese food in Kansas City. Sands Sandwiches? That- 
So that's up in the shopping center that is kind of up there that has a lot of Vietnamese kind of restaurants, bakeries, kind of all right in a row. Mm. And there was a really good article, actually. I think it was the Kansas City Star that wrote about this. But if you go, I mean, it's fantastic. You can just go from like one place to like get a different bite in every location. Mm. So there is a, a fantastic shopping center that really is dedicated to kind of Vietnamese cuisine and baked goods. Question uh, via email. There was a Thai restaurant in Kansas City North, Faux KC. They were wonderful. The chef was very good. Unfortunately, it closed. Do any of you know if they moved or if he's cooking somewhere else? I have no idea. Yep, I haven't heard. I haven't heard. Sorry about that. The the pandemic, unfortunately, did take a lot of of victims Mm -hmm. with it. You stumped our panel here. Yep. Carlton, we haven't talked about the Philippines yet. No, and you we want to not. do it with Manila Bay Express. Yes, um, and and that's a good point. You know, as Jenny was saying at the beginning of the show, you know, we have at least one of something in the city. Uh, we might not have ten, but we have at least one. <laughs> yes, yeah. one for or two. A long, uh, long time. Manila Bay was the only uh, Filipino that's restaurant, right. um, <clears throat> and they were originally in sort of the almost Grandview, sort mm-hmm. of South KC part of town. Um, and, um, now they've, now that they have actually moved to Grandview, um, but they do serve authentic, uh, Filipino dishes such as pancit, um, which are noodle dishes, um, sisig, which is a citrus pork and chicken served with rice. They also serve two very distinct things. Uh, one is lumpia, which is like egg rolls. The other thing they serve is broasted chicken. Broasted mm. chicken is big. It's a combination of fried and pressure cooked chicken so it's real crispy on the outside and really juicy on the inside and that's another reason they're very popular broasted chicken is very hard to find um in our area well interesting choice manila bay express from the philippines and speaking of the philippines natasha let's go to ting's filipino bistro 17th and locust that's also inside parlor it is and um they're another one. They offer um, large group catering. So you can get, um, I could honestly eat my weight in lumpia. Um, it's just ground pork, garlic, onions, shredded carrots wrapped in a rice paper, fried, and then you get a dipping sauce with it. And it sounds so simple, but it tastes so good. Mm. Every bite is so good, and I can't stop eating it. It's almost like popcorn. And then um, the chicken adobo. They have uh, chicken adobo. It's garlic, vinegar, and soy sauce, basted, marinated, and then just cooked to where the outside is a little bit crisp, but the inside is super juicy. Mm. Ting's Filipino Bistro in Parlor, 17th and Locust, right? Yes. Okay. Let's go back to some calls here. John from Kansas City, Missouri. John, you're on Up to Date. Good morning. Hey, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, uh, so I recently had this new, uh, I think it's called Pollo. And it's in Kansas City, Kansas, and they got some kimchi fried rice. It's probably one of the best kimchi fried rice I had in my life. Uh, and they have this, I think it's a Filipino-style uh, spare rib. That it was also really, really, really good. Wow. I, I never had anything like that in my life, and it was, it was amazing. Good recommendation, John. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. You know, we've talked about so many restaurants today. You could spend a year, a year no, eating I'm, through these restaurants. I'm not sure you'd be through them all. I'm telling you. I mean, it's I mean, it's man. really like every man. single corner of this city has mm-hmm. a different place or a new place. I've written down a few since we've even been sitting here. So. Yeah. 
Uh, Carlton, uh, let's go Korean here. Uh, 92 chicken on 103rd and Metcalf and CM chicken in Corbin Park. Um, and Ginny, you talked a little bit earlier about Korean. I think maybe you did as well. Um, street food is very popular in a lot of cuisines. And so... Um, 92 Chicken is on 103rd and Metcalf, which is kind of in that area where there's Cafe V, um, Toulouse, the uh, kind of pastry shop. There's several other there. Um, also, K Street Hot Dog is there. So these are both kind of street food places. And um, 92 Chicken and CM Chicken serve Korean fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And... What's unique about Korean fried chicken is it comes in various sauces. So there's like a, a sweet and sour with a, like a gochujang flavor. There's a soy. There's a green onion. There's a honey. So it's just kind of a great place to go and get some really crispy fried chicken with very unique flavors, both of those. Uh, Can we just stop right there and say that that shopping center where all of that is located is referred to as Koreatown in in Kansas City. So for anybody who's really looking for Korean culture, there's a wonderful grocery store there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a whole kind of built out community there. So if you're looking for a lot of really interesting Korean food, 103rd 103rd Metcalf, Mm -hmm. backside of the shopping center, can't miss it. Recommendation via email here. I may butcher this. Hin Vong in the River Market, fantastic spring rolls and awesome pho and large portions for good prices. The owner van has been in business in an old service garage for over 35 years. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. You like that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what a great uh, group of uh, restaurants we've recommended here. And again, happy eating because you could do a lot of it and still (laughs) have a room left over a year later. I want to thank Jennifer Guerra, food columnist for In Kansas City Magazine, Natasha Bailey, uh, the executive chef at Thelma's Kitchen, Carlton Logan, co-administrator of Facebook's Kansas City Eats, Kansas City Eats Around the World, and Kansas City Eats Home Cooking. Thank you all for a great rundown. Appreciate Thank it very you. much. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Happy, happy weekend all. Up to Date is produced by Zach Wilson, Reginald David, Elizabeth Ruiz, Zach Perez, and Hannah Cole. Our intern is Claudia Brancart. Our announcer and engineer is Paul Nakatura. Our theme music is composed and performed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.